Welcome to Disney Decipher, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. In today's episode, we continue to take a look at what Disney has done with social distancing on its attractions as we see what's going on at Animal Kingdom. Find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDecipher.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review and help out the show that way. If you'd like to support the show, you can check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered for bonus content and bonus episodes. Or if you're looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can let me be your travel agent at no cost to you get started today emailing joseph chung at travelmation.net connect with us anytime disneydeciphered at gmail.com at wwdeciphered on twitter or on our facebook page disneydeciphered thanks and enjoy the show hi i'm joe from as joe flies and i'm leslie from trips with tykes and welcome back to disney deciphered so we are continuing our disney reopening look at the social distancing on attractions so it is animal kingdom's turn so we are up to animal kingdom uh so like we have been doing for all of these we'll tell you what is closed we'll talk about what's open you know how are things looking different in the queue how are things looking different on the attraction and then most importantly how that will affect your wait time now we always start these with some givens for disney world's social distancing now this is the third one we've done we've already done hollywood studios and done epcot so this will be pretty short but Leslie, one more time, remind us what are the givens for social distancing at Disney World right now? So the givens are that there's hand sanitizer over, all over the place. There are the usual stickers, social distancing in lines. So everything that you would expect at any place that is public these days. Exactly. And Epcot, we talked about how there was none of those like post-show things, but uh, Animal Kingdom doesn't have a lot of that. So, you know, you're not going to have to worry about that there. Because of COVID-19, a bunch of things are closed and Animal Kingdom has actually been hit pretty hard. Leslie, you want to go over what's closed, uh, what we are not having at Animal Kingdom right now? Sure. So, of course, the character meet and greets are closed, and those are plentiful in Animal Kingdom under normal times. So, you know, no Mickey and Minnie, no Russell and Doug, no Donald and all sorts of various duck friends over in Dino Land. So, yeah, it's it's pretty bleak um, on the character front. And then, of course, there are no single rider lines, which are, of course, very helpful on Expedition Everest, at least. So, that is gone. And then, of course, a lot of the shows are gone. Festival of the Lion King, Finding Nemo the Musical, and then a lot of the Streetmosphere, um, which is really what makes kind of Animal Kingdom Animal Kingdom, right, Joe? Yeah, and unfortunately, those last few things that you just talked about are the ones that have been hit by these Disney layoffs. So like the whole Festival of the Lion King cast has been laid off. Same with Finding Nemo the Musical. And we had already lost Burakita, I think is how you pronounce that, which was in Harambe. They used to perform, you know, that happened before the pandemic, but you know, a lot of these kind of street performers are gone. Uh, one last thing that is closed is the Boneyard, which is like the kind of kids playground, which is a lot of fun for little kids. And so, you know, we need to mention that as well. Now, one thing that was closed but is reopened again is Tree of Life Awakenings. That is when the Tree of Life gets lit up at night. They have ostensibly brought it back for the holidays, but I think they are really bringing it back for good. So that is back open. It happens like every 15 to 20 minutes or so at nighttime. Right now, because of the holidays, they're telling like holiday stories uh, via animations on the tree. So that's back. And so that's pretty cool. It's good to have that back. You know, I think that's kind of one of the few nighttime things that Disney could bring back, but not worry about crowds too much. 
that is something that people will stop to watch, but it's not going to draw like huge crowds like the other nighttime spectaculars. Have you seen any videos yet, Joe, of how social distancing is going there? I have not. I think they're just encouraging people who are watching. You know, I've never seen, like, I've never felt crowded watching Tree of Life Awakenings in normal times. So I think it's the same. It's it's one of those things that people will, like, walk by. And not everyone will stop to watch it. So I think it's okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so let's move on to shows. Or actually, there's only really kind of one official show happening right now. So replacing Up Adventure is the Feathered Friends in Flight show. So it's a bird show, but... Uh, Russell's not there. Uh, you know, the up characters are not there. Anyway, Leslie, we've been through a lot of these shows by now, but remind us, what is the social distancing at these shows at Disney World right now? So they're doing it by closing rows and portions of rows for social distancing. So you'll just be more spaced out as you sit. And ultimately, you know, demand for this is not super, super high. And the effect of the social distancing is pretty small in terms of wait times. So Joe, what about wilderness explorers? That's something that actually my family has never done. So you're the expert on it. So let us know how it's going. I'm not the expert, but I wish I was because reading about it, I feel like it's something that my kids would love to do. So wilderness explorers is like a scavenger hunt. You go around the park and you earn badges. You're like Russell from Up. Man, Animal Kingdom loves Up. But anyway, uh, you earn badges by exploring the park and then interacting with different cast members. So for example, you might go to the Gorilla Falls walk and then go to the cast member with that badge and they might ask you to like act like a gorilla or something like that. So there are these cast interactions and you get badges for them in this little booklet and you can fill the whole entire thing up. It's a lot of fun for kids and you know, it's something that you can do over the course of multiple days at Animal Kingdom. So, you know, it's really great for kids and I cannot wait to have my kids try that. I they're like super into like wildcrats right now. So they would love this. Anyway, it's modified. So it's not closed. It's just modified. So in some places you might get two badges at once because maybe the place where you're supposed to get this extra badge is like closed or whatever. You can't interact with it right now. And then the other thing is like normally the cast member giving out the badges will like gather a bunch of kids around and do like a short presentation and then give everyone the badge. Well, because they don't want kids gathering around right now, they have you going in one family at a time to get your badges. But really, even though you're kind of queuing up to get your badges, it doesn't have a huge effect on wait times because what they've done is since they're not presenting to a bunch of kids at once, they're just making the presentations like a lot shorter. So it's just going to be a short interaction. You get your badge. And, you know, if your kids are into scavenger hunts or your kids are into learning about animals, uh, it's a lot of fun. And really the effects on wilderness explorers right now are pretty minimal. So still a great thing to do. All right. Well, let's move on to the attractions. What about Rafiki's Planet Watch, which I know is always in super, super high demand, right? Yeah. So Rafiki's Planet Watch is pretty much unaffected. One might say that it was the original social distancing in Animal Kingdom. Um, but, you know, there's kind of two main things there. There is the conservation station, which is kind of like looking at animals. It's like where they do a lot of their vet work in Animal Kingdom. And so you can still look through the displays there and stuff like that. There's social distancing markers and you're supposed to be spread out, um, but that's about the same. And then there's the animation experience, which actually sounds pretty cool. It gives you a chance to like draw something. Uh, you go through a class to do it and they've just spread out the tables more, uh, the spread out the seating areas more. So like you're further apart from other groups that are going to be doing that animation experience. 
but overall, not huge effects on the lines. The other thing to note is to get to Rafiki's Planet Watch, you have to take the Wilderness Train, or I forget what that train's called, but that train. It is an outdoor train, so it's already naturally socially distanced, but same thing as with everything that involves rows at Disney World right now. Some rows are closed. There's distance between where you can sit next to other people, um, but it's also outside, so you know it's not that big of a deal in terms of social distancing if you're worried about that it's just an outdoor train so as always uh it's a big time commitment to go to Rafiki's Planet Watch so a lot of people don't do it so it's naturally pretty socially distanced moving on let's talk about the different trails and jungle walks and animal explorations that you can do Leslie remind us a couple of the names of these trails and what's going on over there right now Sure. So you've got the Maharaja Jungle Trek, Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail, of course, the Discovery Island Trails. So you can just go hiking at Disney. So it's actually pretty great for social distancing times because these things are already meant to be sort of exploring and and not crowded in cheek to jowl with other people. So there are some... um, social distancing markers in a lot of these and there are no animal guides right now but you know generally speaking this is a I guess a pretty darn good time to do some of these explorations right yeah I mean they want you to stay on those markings so you don't get too close to other people when you're looking at various animals that are on display and those animal guides they were pretty cool you know you can like grab a guide and like go searching for like oh I see this lemur or whatever you know whatever animals i don't know i'm not an animal guy but uh you can be like looking at the guide and then looking for the animals they don't want you to you know be touching things right now so they're not there but that's really just a very small thing to be missing and so you know these trails are really enjoyed by people who do them but a lot of times people skip it because they're kind of hidden away and they take you through the park and give you angles and views that uh you know you would not see otherwise like at the tree of life so it's a cool thing to do and yeah generally naturally socially distanced all right so let's kick things off attraction wise with pandora the world of avatar so let's start with the biggie flight of passage what is going on with flight of passage right now social distance wise well so the big change for a lot of folks including you and me joe is that you actually get to walk through the regular queue because we always fast pass it so for anybody who has you know only fast passed the attraction and hasn't seen the regular queue you'll be able to see that but of course there will be some modifications the two pre-shows you know kind of cram people close together so it's combined together into one and so it's it's a little bit different in terms of the the build-up to the attraction itself right Yeah, you know, I could not get a good, like, picture online. By the way, if you are an aspiring blogger out there, like, all the pictures about what's going on with the queues and the attraction social distancing right now are, like, all from July. So they're, like, totally empty and dead. Like, I want to see what it looks like right now. So if you're an aspiring blogger out there, write those blog posts and uh, we will amplify them for you. But anyway, I digress. So what they're saying, I think that the two rooms are just like open into each other. And then they just have the the pre-shows playing at the same time while you're waiting, but you're just kind of spread out. So I'm not exactly sure how that is. Flight of Passage really does not have one of my favorite pre-shows. So, you know, I kind of, I'm always making fun of it. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do. But Anyway, you don't have to sit through two pre-shows anymore to uh, get on the actual attraction. When you're on the attraction, it's about half capacity. You know, seats are skipped. They spread groups out as normal. So overall, you know, I think this is having like a medium effect on wait times. 
And of course, that's compounded by the fact that, you know, it's the most popular attraction in Animal Kingdom and probably the second most popular attraction in all of Disney World. So lines are still very long, but in terms of your actual wait time, how the social distancing is affecting it, it's, you know, only medium. It's not really increasing the time a lot, but you started from a long line in the first place. So, you know, it always feels like it's uh, super long. Let's move on to Navi River Journey, the other attraction in Pandora. So, you know, what's happening at Navi River Journey? So the major change, other than just the usual social distancing in the queue, is for the boat itself. They're just putting one party per boat. So space and folks out a little bit like they are on all the other boat rides. So what's the effect, Joe? I think it's pretty small. Uh, you know, the lines of this attraction are longer just because it's next to the headliner, but... You have a lot of parties of four, and so they're going to fill up the boat like normal. So it's only the parties of the two that are really going to slow things down. But the attraction loads pretty quickly anyway. It's not like when we finally get to Jungle Cruise in Magic Kingdom, like that one is having a lot extra load time because you're loading onto a boat. But on Navi River Journey, you're just getting on the boat. Yes, some boats are not going out full, but in the past, they didn't always go out full anyway, especially at the end of the night. So it has a small to medium effect on wait times, but it's not too bad. All right, so let's... Move on to uh, Dinosaur, another one of the thrill attractions in Animal Kingdom. At Dinosaur, again, similar to Flight of Passage, the pre-show is like running, but it's just kind of running on a loop. So, you know, in the past, you would stand in a room and watch the pre-show with a bunch of other guests. But now that pre-show room is just part of the queue. So they're actually like squares where parties are supposed to stand as they're moving up in the queue. And so the pre-show is just on. And you're just walking through the queue as the pre-show is on. So you probably don't even watch the whole entire thing. On the ride itself, there's plexiglass behind the front row. These cars that you're riding on have three rows total. So there's plexiglass behind the front row. The middle row is closed. And then the third row is full. So it's running at two-thirds capacity with plexiglass in between the two rows that are being run. So it has a medium effect on wait times. However... Dinosaur has always had super low wait times, like starting in mid-afternoon through the rest of the day. And that's kind of still bearing out, like, you know, once you've ridden Dinosaur, like, it's not the kind of ride that people go on multiple times. So even though running at two-thirds capacity has a medium effect on wait times, it's an attraction that traditionally hasn't had super long wait times, especially late in the day. So you should be able to get on it without too much trouble, as long as you time things correctly. Let's move on to your favorite, Expedition Everest. What's going on there? Standard roller coaster stuff? Yeah. So, well, of course, they're leaving an empty row between groups. And on a personal note, I'm not sure that is enough for me. But, uh, you know, I guess I haven't seen it in person, but that's what they're doing. And so that that, as you can imagine, that has a pretty decent sized effect on the wait times. We, we're going to say medium, I guess. But yeah, that, that essentially means they're only running at half capacity of the attraction. And of course, no single rider line, as we already mentioned. Yeah, I think that's what's really killing capacity, you know, not having a single rider line because that's how you get everyone on super efficiently. So, you know, it's a bummer that it's not there, but it makes sense. Uh, you don't want to cram people in. The next one is uh, your and my favorite attraction. You know, people swear by this, not like Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor level of swearing by it, but, you know, people really love this attraction. It's tough to be a bug. Straight up my least favorite attraction in all of Disney World, I think. It is a show, sort of. So standard distancing there. There are 
groups of seats separated by four empty seats in between them. And there's also plexiglass in between spacing. So, you know, you have plexiglass and you have distance. And also on top of all that, every other row is unavailable. Now, this attraction traditionally only had a wait time of like five minutes all the time. These social distancing effects have had a small effect on wait times. Like I've seen the wait time up to like 15 minutes, but overall it hasn't been too bad. That being said, worst attraction. Why would you wait in line to go on it anyway? Do you want bugs poking you in the back? I do not. No, it's terrifying attractions. So, you know, if you aren't already terrified of COVID, you can be terrified of this attraction. So it's a lose-lose for me. It's, it's a negative on all five of your senses. That is, <laughs> that is my opinion on it. I'm sorry if you love it's tough to be a bug. It is just tough for me to love it's tough to be a bug. What can exactly. I say? And I think Leslie is there with me as well. All right, Cali River Rapids, what's going on there? Save us. Our- All right. All right. A good attraction, but one I haven't done in a couple of years, actually, because I just hate getting soaked at a theme park. We're old now. I know. I know. I'm like, oh, it's totally set in my ways. Like, I don't want to walk around in squishy shoes. But for those of you who like squishy shoes or just fun attractions, Cali River Rapids is leaving every other pair of seats empty to social distance on the attraction. And they've turned down the water effects. And I'm guessing that's so people's masks don't get wet i don't know what's the reason for that yeah i think they don't want people's masks to get wet and i don't know you don't want the cross spray i guess to hit other people that actually makes it me more interested in going on the ride because like we said uh, we are old uh, and we're not talking splash mountain levels of fun here so cali river rapids this again essentially running at half capacity it has a medium effect on wait times but Right now, like if you're listening to this as we're releasing it, it is, well, soon to be wintertime. I I know it's been like 90 degrees in Florida, even though it's November right now, but you know, it's soon to be winter. So lines at Cali River Rapids aren't that long uh, in the winter anyway. And in fact, they generally close for a refurbishment in January or February. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do that this year since um, they're trying to like run as many attractions as possible at the park to like kind of keep people busy. But you know, we'll see how that goes. All right. So let's do Triceratops spin really quickly. It's running essentially as normal except for social distancing in the queue but since it's one party per car uh you know there's not going to be a huge effect not that there were long lines at that attraction in the first place let's uh finish things off with the headliner for us or you know the i think it's the attraction that we said captures the spirit of animal kingdom the best kilimanjaro safaris leslie tell us what's going on there All right. Well, it's all about the plexiglass. There's plexiglass between every row in the Jeeps, and they're putting one party per row. And you might remember this was the attraction, the sole attraction when the parks first reopened, where you could take your mask off because of the plexiglass, but they quickly backtracked on that. So you got to leave your mask on on Kilimanjaro safaris. But yeah, so they're really running it pretty full capacity because usually it was just sort of one party per row anyway so the effect on the wait times is pretty small so they're they're actually moving some folks through that one yeah i think you know the big thing that's changed of course is that you cannot fast pass it but in general for most people the weights are less overall since people normally would fast pass other attractions at animal kingdom so yeah pretty good to get on right now to kilimanjaro safari so not too bad you know i haven't seen waits longer than maybe half an hour 35 minutes which isn't too bad especially assuming that you know that is a little bit of an overestimate of time All right, so that is what we have for the attractions at animal kingdom and what's going on with social distancing there 
As always, if you have in the field experience and have experienced what's going on, please let us know, DizzyandDeciphered.gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Disney and Deciphered. Let's end with a Disney do or don't. Leslie, what do you have for us? All right, the Disney do that's actually for myself, but for others as well who maybe only ride attractions most of the time, this is definitely the time to do something like Wilderness Explorers because there aren't a lot of attractions to do in the park. At some point, you're going to get tired of the wait times. You're going to have done them all. So this is a chance to explore some other parts of Animal Kingdom. So I think this is a good time to give that a try with the kiddos. And if, if I were going, that would be high on my list. Ditto. Same for me. So I, I think it's uh, been criminally ignored by us here on the podcast. So cannot wait to get back there and to do that. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Like we said, let us know if you have your own experiences. We really appreciate everyone listening. And, you know, hopefully these uh, social distancing guides have been helpful to you. Anyway, that will do it for us today. Other than that, Leslie, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And I will see you on the Wilderness Explorer Trail. Thanks, Joe.